I see how you start recording and then just not be in the call. Yeah, queer. Fucking faggot. He's not even here now. God damn it. Speaking of, where's our fucking gem rat at? <laughs> yeah, man, I was just thinking that today. Like, oh, I'll be back after the gym. Like, he's gonna just be like... He's gonna be... Like, you know the the fat dude from uh, My Name is Earl, who's all buff now? <laughs> That's what he's gonna, he's gonna be like. We're gonna see Connor again, it's gonna be like six months. Gonna... So, guys, are you Connor Empey? Yes, you were lying. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking pound puss now, bro. Make it into mince meat. Speaking of the devil. <laughs> oh, yeah. Charlie, it came from my legs. You ain't got no legs, Charlie. <laughs> what? They're, they are in my ass. podcast um i'm in an incredibly wonderful mood lately i'm super stoked i have a better mic so i can finally start screaming again nice and hopefully i'll be doing better ads this time for you guys because you deserve the best anywho let's talk about the host for today first off we have the editor in queef and my also uh what would i call him i guess my workout coach in queef ben (laughs) (laughs) i guess personal trainer but what up yeah, Personal that retainer. Okay, Personal and, retainer. And then we have a guy who is literally going to... You know what? I got nothing. I had a joke for Dalton, but then it was like about a COPD, and I was like, wow, that's awful. I really shouldn't. So, uh, hi, Dalton. I love you. Fuck him and his shitty lungs. Hey, fuck you, man. I was trying to say something. Pinche vega. Bienvenidos. Andejos. There we go. Continue. I really don't know why the Swedish person is speaking Spanish, but I... Poor language is called fuck you, I don't want True. Okay. Anyway. Neither of them well. And then we have the person who came out of an actual taco. That's not an innuendo. Like, literally, a, they were having a fiesta, like, la cucaracha, la cucaracha, and then later just... Matt. Yeah, my cat is here, too. Um, my cat came in a taco. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, how else did he get a child? He's, uh, he's by Matt not pulling little, out. He's yeah. Matt's little chimichanga. I call him Miho. Not so weird calling him Miho. I'm way too whitewashed to be using those words. <laughs> I swear to God, send your hate. Anyway, okay, so topics for today. We have kind of a mishmash, and since it is the month of October, the month of the spook. We are planning to add usually anything kind of scary or horror-based as as things, theories, whatever, as long as they have spook to them. And for the last day, we are either going to do just a bunch of creepypastas, or we're going to try and make up our own scary stories. Either way, that's just a thought. But if you feel like telling us anything you want to suggest, you are more than welcome to message us. Ben will give you the details at the end. But for now, our topics today are music conspiracies. Anything ranging from, like, music that's bad or crazy or, like, has a subliminal message or artists. 
Then we have the Mandela Effect. We mentioned it before, but we wanted to go more fully fledged into it. And also, we would find it hilarious if we talked about it in a different sense from when we mentioned it before. Because that's kind of how it works. Then we have Dreams and Nightmares. I hope you're ready, because my Dreams and Nightmares are going to make you want crack or meth. Some of the best ones, really. And mm -hmm. finally, this... You don't have to say it. He's the one that put it. You don't have to type it. <laughs> so, I don't really know how we're going to argue this. For some reason, we put women equal Anti-feminism. Anti-feminism. Anti Let's go with that. What a great way to sugarcoat that. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Not about women being pieces of shit or nothing. <laughs> I promise we'll elaborate. We will elaborate. But if you feel like sending us saying, well, men are equally shit. Sure, go right ahead. You're not wrong. We are all shit. Yeah, we're all pieces of shit. Literally. Slipknot said it best. People equal shit. Yeah, just like that one song that when it stopped, it goes, as soon as that camera's off, he gonna fuck that little dog. What song was that? that? <laughs> Dude, it's called like a Despise or something. It's like a bonus track on the first album. White people. I, I thought Ben said, what's wrong with that? And I was about to start saying what's wrong with that. <laughs> hey, man. It's interspecies erotica, you dumb fuck. White people. <laughs> White people. <laughs> randomly came to my head. White people. <laughs> and you. Fucking, um, Death Note song. Yeah, yeah. White people. Yeah. yeah. Anywho, let's start with music conspiracies. Um, For the most part, we can look up some, but the one who suggested this was Matt, because he's got plenty to share with us. So, Matt, take the wheel. What is up? Uh, well, yeah, music conspiracies are neat to me because back when like the YouTube was getting all started and like creepy pastas were kind of a thing, and for some reason, every time I discover this shit or I look into something scary, it's always at like two o'clock or three in the morning when I'm all alone and pitch black. Because I remember, you know, talk about like musicians selling their souls or whatever, but um. One I remember super vividly because I was getting into like stuff being played backwards, like backmasking. And um, Led Zeppelin's Stairway to Heaven. Mm hmm. Which apparently they wrote in like a couple days. They went in there and it just happened. As soon as he, the opening chord started, Robert Plant said the words just came to him. There's a lady ashore, all that glitters is gold, and buying the Stairway to Heaven. But there's a certain phrase in there. That one played backwards. The normal ones, if there's a bustle in your head, draw, don't be alarmed now. Like that whole refrain right there, backwards, sounds like, here's to my sweet Satan, the one who made him suffer sad Satan. He'll give you 666, whose power is Satan. Like, dude, it's too, it's just too eerie for it to be a coincidence, ma'am. you coincidental in the first place. Like, it shouldn't be so you know, perfect sounding. And he, even then, like, it's it's how he sings it, his little ups and downs and the pops of his vocal cord. It's like even with Sabbath, man. Black Sabbath always said there was, like, a fifth member in their band because they would go into the studio and out, like, songs would just happen and happen and happen. Because there, there's a, a story of, um, Tony Iommi or something, he found some ancient, old, black magic fucking book, dude. Like, pulled it out of a swamp from a fuck Like, 
some evil ass old book. And he woke up to something sitting at the end of his fucking bed that was just staring at him. And like when he woke up, the book was fucking gone. But that's where you, they get the first song, Black Sabbath, Black Sabbath, like something sitting there. He's smiling. Like, bro, it's just, it's just creepy shit, because even the first Black Sabbath album, man, just the cover alone terrifies me. It's just some creepy woman in black standing in front of a cottage, and it's just full... Like, it just expresses dread. You know? Spooky. Yeah. Because, like... How they came up with the name, there was the movie Black Sabbath, and they, you know, it was playing, and they saw a whole bunch of people, like, running out of the theater's scared, and they're like, why would people watch scary movies? And someone's like, what if we just make scary music? <laughs> I'm like, fuck yeah, let's do that. And then they did Crazy Train. No, Ozzy <laughs> did Crazy Train. It's not Sabbath. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm fucking with you. You son of a bitch. That's like the dumbest thing to fuck with, though. Like, why even go that to that spot, man? Because it uh, because it fucks with you in particular, Dalton, every time I do something stupid. How do I reach these kids? Exactly. It's you're yeah. the one doing stupid stuff. Like You're the one making the fool of yourself. Very possible, yes. And you're the one that flips the fuck out over it, so I'm just yeah. like, ha, totally worth it. So, we're gonna dip a bit into something we probably talked about before. Dalton brought it up, and in general, I like talking about it, and technically, it does it does fall under the purview of music conspiracy. Absolutely, yes. We I, have I, I will... Sorry. I'll give it to you. Okay, so in Pokemon, and Dalton can also help explain if he really wants to. I mean, he brought it up. But in Pokemon Red and Blue... When you're in the game, there is a point where you end up in a certain town called Lavender Town. Now, the name itself isn't really anything to wedge home about. Literally about, you know, flowers or the color or some gay shit. I mean, flower shit. You know what I mean. But Lavender, maybe? <laughs> yeah. Maybe Lavender. Who fucking knows? Maybe like a whole town of it or something. Yeah. But it plays music. Now, naturally, in Pokemon, it had the old 8-bit... Was it 8-bit back then, Ben? It was 8-bit, yes. Okay. It had 8-bit tunes, and each of them were usually upbeat, chill, just, you know, do-do-do, nice stuff. Lavender Town instead happened to... Now, I'm going to say this, and then Ben is going to totally edit in the Lavender Town theme from Pokemon Red and Blue to totally go with it. This. So... If you're listening to it now, you might think, yeah, it's a little creepy. I mean, if you know about it, then yes, but... From what most sources say and stuff, there's a big deal about, around after the game came out, tons of Japanese children were all sent to the emergency room, suffering from massive headaches, and Dalton, what else was the case? Uh, suicidal thoughts. Suicide, yeah. 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 So, uh, that's fun. And people look at it, and people still examine it all the time today, you know, to see, like, well, what is it specifically? And I think one video said something about it's like a hidden note in there that's, like, almost not too audible it's for, like, adults. It's like a pitch. It, there's, there's, like, a pitch of the tune 
that like only yeah. children can hear that like fucks with their brain but kind yeah. of all fairness it's it's really the dissonance of the notes itself because you know when you're playing a chord and you, you know you play like a major like a minor chord like you're gonna want to go to the next major because it just you know you, you got to have that resolve in the chord it never Dude, resolves it that's never that's finishes. that's how sabbath did a black sabbath they used the devil's triad which yeah. you, you take like the power chord but your second finger would go down an octave to like give it that eerie like if you played a devil's triad back in like the 1820s you would be murdered for being a witch because <laughs> it just it sounds evil it's off it's it's skewed it's like yeah, a lot yeah. of minor shit yeah yeah that fucks with kids and then they're like i'm going to kill myself in there screw you pokemon well, yeah now, just, just in itself it bothers the shit out of me yeah so a fun fact, or a fun thing that Dalton mentioned one day, and I think we mentioned it, but or when we talked about it before, but yeah. He brought up that since it gave kids headaches, and I suffer from cluster migraines, what if me listening to it somehow ended up giving me cluster migraines? Did you have it on a loop? No. Then, like, man, I... It's like I listened to the song once, and it stuck around and gave me a headache. I played the game a lot... Like, even after I beat it, I would straight up make a new game and be like, going back through, let's go. I didn't just yeah, play but, it once, I played this shit as much but as But even pop. then, like, you're not stuck in Lavender Town the whole time. Yeah. You know that. Maybe, I'm, maybe I'm feeling funky and I just want to listen to some creepy shit. Well, Connor, there's a way to... There's a way to test that. Which is? Listen to Lavender Town a whole fucking bunch. A uh, ten hour... They yeah, go to the ten out the ten hour loop. They've also changed Lavender Town, and in fact, in our music on the Discord, it actually has the original version of Lavender Town. Yeah, just but know. um, you can definitely guess that it's say like, well, what if in like newer iterations they fix the music, which they did, which isn't bad. I mean, it's their choice, but I mean, it's something just to think about. And I definitely could be wrong about the theory, but it's just interesting to know, like. Yeah, you know, what definitely a creepy happening? part of definitely a music conspiracy, man. Because that mm-hmm. shit would pop up too, and I, you know, because you know, me and my cousin used to go to like Rotten.com and shit. So just looking at people with their heads cut off, and then I, I'd I'd start getting on all these kicks of like backmasking songs, and Lavender Town pops up, and then creepy pastas kind of became a thing, and people like being scared, man. It keep it it gives you a sense of being alive in a way, yeah, but. I will mention an offshoot before you continue, Matt, with another theory. Is so Ben said listen to the ten hour thing for it. I have not listened to Lavender Town ten hour minutes, but I have listened to two things that could be considered a little bit creepy or ah. The first is the Great Deku Tree Dungeon from Legend of Zelda. I legit fell asleep to that and got some good ass sleep from it. Dude, I left fucking uh, Fairy Fountain on my fucking Nintendo 64 for, like, ever. Yeah, hell yeah, man. But, um, then I did another thing, and this is the part that's gonna get creepy, and I need Dalton to, like, help, like, you know, verify how creepy it's gonna be. I fell asleep to the Shadow Temple music. What the fuck? 
Dalton, can you help verify? I mean, you fall asleep to some weird shit, though. Bro, I go to sleep listening to true crime podcasts. <laughs> Same. I know, but, like, Shadow Temple's got, like, Gregorian dark chants, creepy piano cues, the constant Dude, like, go of the boss, like, fucking creepy. Like, whenever I was getting into Rush, I bought, like, The Gold, which is, like, two CDs of the greatest hits. And I was going to sleep to it, because, you know, you know, hear about Rush stands for right under Satan's hand, and there's a pentagram, and blah, blah, blah. So my grandma's like, this is evil! How? And there's a song there's a song called By Tour and the Snow Dog. And mm. I never heard it before, but I was going to sleep to it and whenever By Tour shows up, like there's like a very audible, deep like By Tour and like dude it scared the shit out of me. I woke up immediately and turned it off. Uh Daft Punk's like latest album and then you like felt like you were a like a robot in space learning to feel. No, no, no. I, I, Matt Summers let me borrow Discovery, and I listened to it so goddamn much, my brother stole it and gave it back to him. <laughs> but that, like, it's, uh, Veritas Quo, that song right there, before I did drugs or smoked weed or anything, man, that would, it would, vi- I would vibe with the song, and I could just sit there and literally travel through space in my mind just to this beautiful fucking tempo man it was like i mean like i said it's it that's why i wish like vivaldi's summer would have been on fantasia how great would that have been right because that that song it's like nine minutes of it like dude that's one of the best goddamn fucking classical songs ever i i see that's why i understood fantasia because all the they had to explain the movie before it opened. Like, you're gonna see some stuff that might not make... Like, dude, I already... I'm already autistic. I understand this. Music is colors, dude. Come on. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Synesthesia? Synesthesia. Yeah, Synesthesia. Yeah. Oh! I don't think I talked about this, but may I cut in for something music related? I'm so sorry. Go for it, Quayabai. Canadian. So... I recently watched a video talking about... Here, I'm going to get the channel name just in case anyone wants to watch it. Because I think it's a very good listen. It gets depressing, but I think it's a really good listen. It's a video about called The Fear of Forgetting. And basically, it's 48 minutes of a dude talking about, like, the terror and just, you know, how awful it is about dementia and Alzheimer's. Dude, yeah, that... that just the title alone, The Fear of Forgetting, already strikes a chord... You know, because yeah, well, it, it's it's off kilter already. Well, I learned about this guy. His name is Clark Ellison. And the reason I found him at first was because I was having a really bad, like, suicidal moment day. Like, just, like, absolutely. Fuck yeah, crazy. we have. Ah, oh, yeah, bro. I hate Everyone, everything. I found those. a video called The Desire to Not Exist. And it was basically a video more or less comparing about the anime Neon, Gen- Neon, Gen- Neon Genesis Evangelion. Thank yes. you about the main character because it talked about on how the character didn't exactly wish for death he just doesn't want to exist and i sat there like damn bro i feel that so then he came out with the four of dementia thing i'm getting to i promise i'm getting to the big thing in there he talked about something called a song called the caretaker it's a whole playlist of songs he made of like slowed old jazz swing music just distorted and slowed 
And the whole process, if it goes through the stages of, like, how you suffer through Alzheimer's, you know, it's, like, bare-bone stuff. Like, at first, it's, like, it's a little slow, but, you know, you can tell, you can hear it. Then it gets worse, like, at the point, it's, like, you're starting to forget. Then it gets worse, like, you can't f remember anything at all. It, kind, it kind of simulates what dementia is like. Yes, it gets so much worse, and then at the end, the last hour, there's nothing. There's a dull sound. That's it. I tried listening to that, and I just didn't want to. I stopped. I was like, nah, Dude, man, that's actually, um, because there was another video where they would go to these old dementia patients, man, and they would give them headphones and play them songs from their era. And then you would immediately see their eyes light up, and they start, like, trying to snap and move, because, like, one thing I, I, I don't know who told me, but I always remember you never forget a song. Yeah. I could see that. Because, like, you know, even if it's something from back in the day, like, oh, I forgot about this, but you still kind of know the melody, you, you kind of know the lyrics. That's why I know song lyrics like a motherfucker. Music memory is completely different than regular memory. In fact, that's why Alzheimer's patients, it, like, you can play a song and then it fucking... Yeah, music's universal. That's why, you know, you can tour around the world and people that don't speak English can sing your songs with you. Dude, because I have two Lamb of God DVDs, and both times when they're in Japan, they're like, Ram of God, Ram of God. <laughs> well, I mean, it's I'm, much like uh, uh, much like other freaking bands like Ramstein. Yeah, many... absolutely. You know how many people are saying German poorly? <laughs> All of yeah. us. Yeah. Oh, dude. Well, shout, shout out to my to my fucking work buddy, Tyler, who just never can get the lyrics of Du Hast. Right. Yeah, he's he's like uh And I'm like, God damn it, dude, you know that's not the right way to do it. And he's like, I know, but I'm I suck. purpose. For me, I don't know if I'm saying the words right, but I know how to mimic it enough where it sounds the same. It, Even with like the Mars Volta, man, um, you know, you'll sing lyrics the whole time. Then when you read them, you're like, I was completely wrong. <laughs> yeah. Actually, a uh, weird, uh, weird sort of semi-segue into it. Uh, there is, with regards to languages, music can be a great tie-in into learning another language. Uh, the Iraqi heavy metal band Across Akauda actually, uh, which translates to White Scorpion in hmm. uh, Arabic, I believe. Oops. Um... They were an Iraqi heavy metal band that that aspired to go to the West and had collection upon collection upon collection of freaking metal bands. Uh, like, you know, shit like Sabbath, Metallica, all the stuff. All the late 80s, early 90s uh, metal shit. They, they just now got it over there, though. That's brand new music for them. <laughs> they learned, but no, they it helped them learn their English which eventually helped them to immigrate to the US whenever uh, the early 2000s hit and we were invading Iraq and that's a you know in sort of a weird way you could say that kind of that kind of helped them towards their big break whenever uh, <laughs> um, Metallica actually invited them backstage to one of their concerts and Right out of a right out of a concert set, James Hetfield walks up to the lead guitarist and hands him the guitar off his back uh, that he just played for a concert, and the guy just burst into tears and hugged him. 
Um, Ramstein, fun fact. Um, Neil, uh, Teal Linderman does not actually sing in his actual accent. Yeah, no, he... Some people, you, when people are singing, accents kind of go out the window. Well, he actually does it because he does more of a Hochdeutsch, which is more, you know, it's more common German compared yeah, well, to... His... Yeah, I mean, you took the word out of my mouth. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. Why? Can I intervene with a humorous thought that'll probably upset Dalton? Fuck no. Go for it. Of course you'll agree. <laughs> I just picture it's like, you know, they're using like American metal, just stuff like that to help them learn English. Can you imagine if Dalton was to meet this like really pretty, like, you know, girl from some country? And it's like, your English is getting much better. Uh, you know, how'd you learn it? And she said, I learned from Metallica. Well, honey, <laughs> let's show you some better music. <laughs> Oh, wait, 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 wait. She goes to be an apprentice electrician and gets put on the same job site as him. And then she she goes to she goes to Mount Exit Lights. I knew you were going. Exit Lights. Like, I knew where you were going with it. She starts uh, singing next to him. Exit Lights. Sorry, I'm sorry. She just fell off the ladder. Well, we have five people here who saw you push her. Well, to be fair, she got hung on the electricity because she didn't check the circuit. And to be fair, I'm just hung, baby. (laughs) I guess she's Let me have this! (laughs) She's off to never, never. Oh! (laughs) That was another Inner Sandman reference. Good job. (laughs) (laughs) I'm dead on the inside. Yeah, nothing else matters. <laughs> Sad but true. Did Dalton leave? Yeah, he did. Because his heart is blackened as the end. But there is a sound. <laughs> Never. Because he can't think of something as funny as what Connor just said to irritate me. I'm sorry, Dalton. No, no, no. Bravo. Bravo. You know something that Ben has never been able to do what just shows bro bull fucking shit (laughs) stop connor actually insulted me you however just make stupid jokes that just make me want to punch you in the face you have a very punchable face you have a face for podcasts you do have a face for podcasts which is the redux of you have a face for radio and i have a voice for print I think we got super off topic. We can continue with music conspiracies because I think Matt did at least have one or another. Oh, yeah. This this is the big one, which I I used to believe I kind of still do, but also it could be totally wrong. But Paul McCartney dying in 1967 from a car accident right after their fourth album. Because there's a whole theory that on their fourth album, they were in the fucking studio, they had a fight, Paul McCartney went to just leave and drive, and he ended up in a fucking terrible car wreck that killed him. Because there was an actual Paul McCartney lookalike contest that they held in Britain that... uh, Fuck, what's the dude's name, man? The dude that won it, like, supposedly got to take over for Paul McCartney. And what's weird... Because, like, that's apparently the conspiracy is that was the driving force keeping the Beatles alive 
was the whole conspiracy of this being a fake Paul. Because after that, they stopped touring. They, oh, that's when all their shit got super weird, man. There's all that, like, um, fuck, you know, like, their back, back mask, like, oh, long live the king, and fucking turn me on, dead man, and something yeah. about a Jew or something. He also started playing with the opposite hand. I mean, he's still left-handed. Yeah, he's always I mean, been left-handed. He switched and started playing right-handed. After but the act. I, I mean, if he's still, I mean, you watch him play, he still plays left-handed, though. Because that's what I'm saying. It's I, it's a, it's an interesting theory. But even if there's a look-alike, like, dude, regardless if it's a fake Paul McCartney, he's still Paul McCartney till his day. Yeah. That actually was a good job. Yeah, I was going to bring up some, but it's from a video game, and I think we talked about that enough, so... Instead of Majora's mask, it's McCart- McCartney's mask. No, well, I mean there's yeah. there's there's one video. I think it's from their Let It Be album, but like it shows Paul for a second, and he's has like three fucking teeth. Like it shows him for a split second, like he just came out of like facial reconstruction surgery. Hmm. Like, dude, there's there's I don't know, man. There's a whole documentary called Paul Is Dead where it's supposedly a um an audio tape from George Harrison after he was like stabbed in his fucking mansion or whatever where he just he's talking about you know the whole how, why they covered it up because it was the Beatles were so famous at that time that if one of them died and they stopped there would have been a mass hysteria and so that's why they're like well we can't we gotta just make a fake Paul McCartney and continue to do the band but then there's all these other cause I'm the walrus apparently his, they saw his body when in the car wreck and his fucking teeth were popped out like he looked like a walrus that's what john said so Mm. then he writes i am the walrus but when you get to the white album and the song glass onion is like i told you about the walrus and me man you know the words closest can be man but here's another clue for you all the walrus was paul and you're like i thought you were the walrus you sang it and now you're telling me this fake ass niggas it. But, but you said cuckoo kachoo, nigga. You also, the, uh, uh, Abbey Road, <laughs> the Abbey Road cover was like. Yeah, yeah, it's, um, yeah. it's, a uh, uh, fuck, there's the grave digger, there's the fucking pallbearer, you know, oh. there's the, the corpse, and, uh, John Lennon was Jesus. Yeah, he did kind of look Jesus. Wow. Like, dude, all of their, even, even on, um, uh, Magic Mystery Tour. Uh, when it shows them as cartoon magicians on the back, Paul's the only one with his face covered up by the mask on the cover of Sgt. Pepper's, which is, they said it's it's a funeral scene. Mm. It's a funeral for Paul McCartney. But it, when you flip it over on the back, he's the only one that's like backwards. And this is stuff they have done. What makes me believe it even more is we we bought the Beatles Monopoly set. We've only played it once because Monopoly is a long ass fucking game and it's infuriating. Yeah, Eric loves it. But of course he does. I noticed when we were playing it, all the cards you put in the middle of the board were right only on Paul's face. We didn't even try that or do anything. It was we just noticed it like four hours into the game that like, dude, this is only covering up Paul. Like, whether it's true or not, there's so much, like, 
mystique around it that kind of makes it true. Of course, of course, with the makers of the Beatles Monopoly, they could just be kind of throwing a bit of a gag at that, you know, at the whole situation. Hey, but no, because I don't... You never know. Like, yeah, you do never know. That could be the case. But, like, there's so many different monopolies being made, you know, and like, unless someone, like, one person who's doing it that believes it, like... I, I Honestly, I think if it did happen... That's where the subconscious comes in to play. That's why, you know, we talk about the Simpsons predicting shit. Oh, yeah. They didn't, they didn't do that on purpose. I guarantee you they just did it. But since there's a collective consciousness, it, it happens subconsciously. So that way, when you go back and review stuff that was like predicted, it's just because it always was going to happen. And someone saw it in their head, not knowing the significance of it, if that makes sense. I guess. Um, also, uh, the winner of the Paul McCartney contest is sometimes identified as William Campbell or Billy. Yeah, William Shoot. Campbell. He's on the back of a. He's on. It shows his picture in um one of their fucking album covers. Or Billy Shears. Yeah, Billy Shears, man. Or the one <laughs> Billy Shears. Sorry, the Peppers only hardcore band. I don't know. The only reason I think that it's probably bogus, which it could be true, it couldn't be, we don't know. It's a Schrodinger's cat scenario, in my opinion. But, last time I listened to Paul McCartney, it was a few years ago, it was during the Olympics, when it took place in England. And, obviously, it being England, they got Paul McCartney to do a song for the end. Which, I found annoying, because they literally announced him as, here's Paul McCartney, and I'm like, motherfucker, you guys knighted him. Show some fucking respect. <laughs> Yeah, they they knighted Paul McCartney, not Billy. Paul McCartney. <laughs> but no, um, yeah, and he sang, and to be fully honest, he still sounded like Paul McCartney. I, I mean, old as fuck, but still. Oh like yeah, him. man, a Liverpool accent is from Liverpool. Hold on, hold on, hold on, Connor. This is coming from the man who can literally mimic people's voices. Absolutely, yeah. that too. Can't mimic right. Paul McCartney. You you can literally mimic. You totally in Liverpool all down here with the Beatles. We like to smoke cigarettes and do drugs. You sound a lot more like, like Ringo Starr, yeah. Yeah, it, it doesn't matter. We're all from Liverpool. It's it's kind of more down here. It's really droll. Like we got some cotton in the back of our throat. Bring you got something like it Or I'll put you in a pound. I wrote a song about an octopus. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so I picture it sometimes. Just he walks into the fucking studio and it's like, Ringo, what's going on? He just goes, I wrote a song about octopuses, and everyone's just Ringo. We're gonna put this right, right on the fridge. <laughs> Ringo, this is the seventh time you've showed us this octopus song. God damn it! Anyway, anybody got else music conspiracies? I really don't care for the most part. Conspiracies. Well, it's nice to know you don't give a shit about me. Thanks, bud. No, I give a shit about you, just not your opinions. Oh, nice. Thanks, bud. You're welcome. To which Saddam Hussein replied, Ah, relax, buddy. You need a rest, guy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I got one more rant about it, and it's not music conspiracy, it's music fact. But the Mars Volta on their third album, Bedlam and Goliath, supposedly... Some soothsayer in Egypt 
gave Omar Rodriguez Lopez, the guitarist who writes all the music for him, an old ancient Ouija board that they started fucking using to record their third album. I wouldn't touch that. Dude, it's the whole spiel from them making that album. Everything went wrong. Like, full entire tracks would be deleted. Their studio flooded twice. Their music engineer quit because he he went he was going crazy. And it got it got to the point where um Cedric, the lead singer, gave it to Omar. He's like, dude, you have to take this and bury it somewhere and never tell me where it is because I will dig it up and I will fucking use it. The fuck, dude? Like, it's it's such a part of Bedlam and Goliath that if that's why it, that's the one. It's one of my favorite albums. It's the most crazy, hectic one because that's what Bedlam is. It's an uproar. And the vinyl of it, when you oh, the centerfold is a Ouija board, and it comes with a planchet, which is oh, the God. like the looking. So like I yeah, I, I'm fine with evil shit, whatever, blah blah. But I'm I don't I'm not gonna practice any occult shit. I it goes against my beliefs. Yeah, but like man, it that's just a crazy ass fucking story, dude. Because even their Francis the Mute album, they wrote based off of a diary they found in the back of a taxi. Which Jesus. is like, su- dude, th- I fucking love the Mars Voltas, if y'all didn't know. <laughs> they have so many crazy stories about their shit, dude. So cool. And I finally got to see him, and my brother was there, and it was great, and I cried twice, and I still cry. I love them. <laughs> I can understand. Well, yeah, okay, that's, that's, uh, yeah, I think we're, I think we're good there, man. Yeah. Really just yeah. talked about some backmasking shit, you got, you got to bring up fucking Paul being dead, and I'm going to talk about the Mars Volta and shoehorn that in anywhere I can. Because yeah. you are a big fan, and that's what we like about you. I'm such a big fan, they put me in the fan display at Home Depot. <laughs> You're such a big fan, you have a OnlyFans dedicated to it. He's the biggest fan. I'm like a giant fold-out fan. Hold on, I bet I can find the biggest fan on OnlyFans. I mean, we have that giant one over our bed that Devin's got. And he's so edgy, he's a fan blade. Yeah, super edgy. My name is Angel of Death. They call me the Edge Lord. <laughs> Gotta keep that edge serrated. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Any of y'all listen to 21 Pilots at all? Sometimes. A little bit. Because they have a song called uh, Heavy Dirty Soul. And I came up with a f- dumb parody for it. Because th- the main lyric is, Can you save? Can you save my? Can you save my heavy dirty soul? And like Devin was re-listening to it the other day. And I was like, Can you shave? Can you shave my hairy dirty hole? <laughs> Thought it was funny. We're gonna move on, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah sure. That's so. Elephant refers to a situation in which a large mass of people believe that an event occurred when it did not. Looking at the origin of the Mandela effect, some famous examples are as well potential explanations of the strange coincidence of perceptions can help us shed light on unique phenomena. Yes. Yeah, and it's, it's called the Mandela effect because a lot of people remember Nelson Mandela's funeral back in the '80s. A lot of people remember seeing it on TV and Nelson Mandela died and he didn't. He died in like the 90s or something, like late 90s, uh, I believe. It was, it was 2010, I think. Yeah, see, people that, like, 
It's like the Amber Alert. I have a. It's pool called that because the girl Amber was abducted, and they're like, "We got to do something to help." Twenty thirteen. I said that. Oh, sorry. I couldn't hear you over. You know, you anything go. else? But yeah, I have here a list of a bunch of examples and things connected with the Nelson Mandela, the Mandela, the guy's effect. Nelson's effect. Yes. Mass effect. One of the first ones we'll talk about, and I'm curious to see how you guys will think of it, because also this is dear to my heart. Uh, it's Jif, not Jiffy. People swear there was a Jiffy peanut butter back in the day, but we speculate they're combining Jif with its competitor, Skippy. I I was about to flip the absolute fuck out because I thought you were talking about, about a GIF. Everybody calls them GIFs for some god-awful reason, but... Okay, continue. No, yeah, it's a, it's a peanut butter, I promise. Okay, yeah, it's a peanut butter. Yeah, but yeah. He, I'll give it to you this time. I will say, I don't think I've ever heard Jiffy. I've never heard this, as far as I know. Do you think, like, Jiffy Pop, maybe? Or Jiffy maybe. And then Skippy. But see, as many people believe that, like, oh, I know it was this. Like, dude, our human brains and our memories are not as think as they great they are. Oh my god. <laughs> it took me a second to try to force that out backwards, but yeah. <laughs> it was like even the Berenstain Bears or the Berenstain Bears. Berenstein. Like, dude, dude, the authors are Berenstein. You know, like, they're not going to change their last name for your fucking theory. A good theory of it is that maybe these actually did exist, but we have jumped timelines. Like, we've jumped realities at some point to where we, uh, we're like, oh, well, y'all remember this? Like, it's not like that. It was like this. Or like, so, fuck, man. I think everything happened with Harambe's death in 2016. Possibly. But, um, that's, that's the so, I'm, I'm looking at one that I'm starting to doubt. Like, I'm starting to doubt the validity of this list besides a, give me a second. If you get out of the goddamn it. You wouldn't be stuck in the first place. At least my cat's just sleeping on my keyboard. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so, one of the things on the list is Pikachu's tail, the lovable electric mouse from Pokemon. It says, apparently, many people claim that Pikachu had a black mark black. at the end of his tail. Yeah, because uh, I used not. to draw it like that back in the, the day. The problem is, is I also do remember it with the black mark. But no, it's at the it's oh, at, at the no, it's not even at the base of the tail. It's just yellow, right? Yeah, because around the base of the tail, there's brown. Yeah, and that's that about it. Yellow. But everyone's like, oh no, it has a black part at the end. It never had. If I, you're thinking of Pichu, then yes, Pichu has a black tail. I was about to mention Pichu. Exactly. Machu so Pichu. I think that's just people being fucking motherfucker. Yeah, no, I, I remember it with a black tip of the tail, honestly. Just the tip. Just, Just the, tip. the tips! So, um, apparently there's one here about C-3PO. Oh? It's even the biggest Star Wars fans and Halloween costume shots get it wrong. The robot is in all gold. He has one silver piece on yeah. his right leg. Yeah, yes, so he's had that the entire time. Yep. But you, you're, you're never drawn to his silver leg because you're just drawn to, Oh, look at me! Let, let me suck off you, young Luke Skywalker. Speaking of Star Wars, and people, yeah, Luke, I am your father. How many people quote that and know it's mm -hmm. fucking wrong? It's, it's no, actually, I am your no, father. I am your father. 
Yeah. Quoting it, no, I am your father doesn't work as well as Luke, I am your father. Or even people saying, mirror, mirror on the wall. Oh, yeah. Who's the fairest of them all? Which is not, it's magic mirror on the wall. I just found that people say the line is, Luke, I am your father, when he says, no, I am your father. Yeah. Yeah, like two of us literally just said that at the same time. Actually, um, JC Penny. My cousin Caitlin and I, we we argued with my mom that JC Penny doesn't have two E's. What? It doesn't, does it? It has two E's. Does it? It does. It's T E N N E Y. E Y. But yeah. and I, we argued with my mom for hours about it, and then my mom just looks it up. And we're like, actually, no, this was long before the internet. She took us to JC Penny and showed us. That's what it was. And we're like, no. <laughs> we don't remember this having two E's. Yeah, it doesn't even have a J in it. To be honest, some of these feel like they're just not what I was thinking. Like, I mean, some of them just feel more like it's just them saying, oh, well, you know. Just a lot of it, like I said, man, are we're giving too much credit to our, like, long-term memory. Like, people think Looney Tunes, like, oh, it's T-O-O-N because they're cartoons, but, like, no, it's Looney Tunes, T-U-N-E-S because it was based off Merry Melodies back in the, the day. That's all cartoons yes. were that you know, they were based off of music. Yes. The fact that Shaggy from Scooby-Doo doesn't have a protruding Adam's apple? So, I'm looking but, at a bit but of... But his, his energy does, though. <laughs> I'm looking at a bit of a Wikipedia for this, and it says, in a section labeled for it, uh, natural factors for the formation of false memories. One of them says individual differences. Not going to touch that. It's pretty obvious. And one is trauma, which I find interesting. That it's yeah. possible with the right amount of trauma, you can remember something differently, which I think is probably the... I guess the biggest collective? I don't know. Dude, absolutely, because I... Me, when um, Sixth Sense first came out, terrifying movie when it first came out, and I always remembered the girl in the tent. I remember her mouth being sewn shut. And because that, that scared the shit out of me. I had to hide behind my grandma. And then when I rewatched the movie, like, no, it's not sewn shut. She just threw up. Because how is she going to throw up through a sewn mouth? But I was so terrified at the time when I was young that, like, my mind put the stitches there. So, like, trauma totally does that shit. That's why uh, hypnotherapy... I, 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 I do believe hypnotism totally works. I'm oh. against it because, to me, it, it's, it's just... It's magic. It puts you under a spell to where your yeah. subconscious can pull. That's, you know, that's how you can find out... I make a lot of like, oh, my uncle touched me jokes to the point where it's like, did my uncle actually touch me and I just like completely don't remember or something? Uh, um, I, I will miss that guy. Up, yeah, <laughs> I will bring up two things real quick. The first is, in my opinion, I believe the only Mandela effect I feel like I suffer or I suffered for a bit was the case about the Bernstein Bears or Baron, you know, that. Yeah. Because I still sometimes I'm like, wait, did we really have Bearstein Bears or Bearstein Bears? That one could be attributed to not remembering it correctly, though. Yeah. Especially when you see it and you're, like, questioning yourself. Yeah. But, like, Mm -hmm. I've been through situations where I literally, like, I and another person had two different fucking thoughts about what something was. That was a common thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so... 
Another bit, we're going to talk about a creepypasta for a brief moment. It's spooky season, so it's allowed. Spooky, scary, the scary. I watched was called Mandela Effect and Mr. Flysuit. It was about these kids, basically bored in like a really small, like hit kind of town in like Ohio or someplace. And then they heard something about all oh, this old house it's got like a fuck ton of alcohol in it. Let's go drink it. And they're like, hell yeah, boy, nothing. Yeah, boy, let's drink all that alcohol, man. Yeah. And not like anything bad will happen. But anyway, they break into the house. And these are teenagers, by the way, around, you know, 14, 16, that shit. So they break in and they go into the basement and they, of course, find the alcohol. Unfortunately, they then find one of those like really old timey like ovens or like, yeah, the ovens that are like, circular or just kind of oval shaped and fat and then immediately they start hearing this like hoarse like nasty fucking voice like let me in they're just like oh shit bro and out comes this dude who looks like he is wearing just like pocked nasty fucking like wrinkled skin with flies all over him and just starts he kills one kid and gets another and then like the rest run upstairs and they're hiding from it and then suddenly out of nowhere, after like prolonged darkness, they're somehow in this like realm of like death, like fucking red trees, like children and people hung on trees and shit. And then two of them, or I think it's three, yeah, two of them get out of a door in that place and leave someone behind. And when they come back, the house is gone. There's nothing there. It's just literally just a cement plot. And then they're, like, going into town just like, oh, my God, this shit happened. And, like, the other people that they lost, like, there were three people lost and there was two left. They're like, oh, my God, what happened to these people? And everyone's looking at them like, what people? It's like, you know what, that fucking house. It's like, what house? There's just a railroad there. And they're like, no, no, that shit happened. And like, Because no, they fucking slipped into an alternate universe where that shit did happen. Yep. And then they came back, like you know like apparently one guy left and like went on with his life another girl just the girl just stayed back looked like depressed took up smoking and shit and they're well, basically it, talking about it just like we remembered it happened they're like that yes, that kind of reminds me of um jordan pill kind of did the reboot of the twilight zone yeah and there's one where that camille guy he's you know funny indian actor but he's trying to do stand-up comedy and he's not very good, and he ends up, like, he brings his little nephew to a show or something, and he's, like, bombing, doing his normal act, so then he's, like, after he made this deal or something, I forgot how it happened, but he starts talking about his nephew, and he starts getting super laughs, hardcore laughs, and then when it's done, his nephew's gone, and then he goes back to talk to his girlfriend, he's like, dude, where's my kid? Like, you don't have a nephew, like, what are you talking about? And then so later on, he does a joke about his dog and it kills. Everyone's laughing about his dumb dog jokes. It comes back. We never had a dog. Jesus. So it's like he the only way he can get the laughs is when he uses the material. It disappears from this reality. That's kind and of gets to the Dude, yeah, it's terrifying. It gets to the point where like he gets everything he wants. He's a super good comedian. And he ends up at the end doing jokes about himself to where, like, he never existed in the first place, man. That kind of reminds... It could be a very macabre take on how... on how comedians actually get their material in the first place, because all the good ones take from personal experiences. Comedy is tragedy, man. Yeah. 
Uh, real quick, if I can borrow Dalton for a moment. Hey, uh, remember Doctor Who? Obviously. Now remind me, this also goes back to a bit of the DRB thing I mentioned. It mentions Mm -hmm. one of the things that happened was the silence, which is basically a a creature of some kind that looks really fucking just ominous. And the moment you look away from it, or, you know what, don't you explain. They they look like the greys, which is the most common version of aliens depicted by most people mm-hmm. and um anytime that like if you look at them you know what's going on and like you can remember everything you do about them but the moment you look away you forget which would explain my dating life but uh yeah no the silence themselves is kind of would probably be similar to that honestly now remind me go ahead well, you go ahead. Sorry, sorry. Well, I was more of thinking, like, I'm I'm a huge believer in there's a gajillion things in the galaxy that we can't even possibly fathom. Like, ghosts, to me, could be, like, slips between universes. Hmm. Where that person is either, like, you know, because, like, a lot of people say, say they see older people. It could be a universe where history hasn't caught up to where we are and so we you know we kind of see them you know they're able to go through walls because in their universe there's no wall it's a peek through the veil man yeah the veil however gets really thin about this time of year and it's yeah Yeah. i mean closer to halloween we're going to talk about the history of halloween (laughs) hell that being that being said with uh with that logic we we very much ourselves could be, you know, the otherworldly specters in some other alternate dimension. Absolutely. Then that just kind of makes me think of Interstellar, where your father was the watch telling you in the past about the future. To save the future. To save the future, but it was the past in a tesseract. <laughs> yes. I give up. So. <laughs> Back to the silence for a brief moment, Dalton. Remind me, I don't know if it's with this. If you're killed by the silence, do people forget you? No. Or is it, I must be thinking of something else. I forget why you died. Oh. So so just pull a Depeche Mode and enjoy the silence. Uh, um, I actually just remembered from D&D, this is going in a weird direction, but it's about the false Hydra, a monster in D&D that... Scares the fucking piss out of me. Not just because most people, when they make pictures, like dead hand for. I wish I didn't. Well, that's what we went with. Cool, thanks. Bring up childhood trauma. We do cheap. Which oh one? I don't know who in Japan said yo hand, but I want to find them and kill them. <laughs> Fuck that guy. And that actually makes me think of a. It's a good cuss between the first topic and this topic. But it's a movie called Yesterday. I think I've heard of that. Yes, dude, it's it's this dude. He gets in a car wreck on Y2K, uh, and when he wakes up, he like he's in an alternate universe where the Beatles don't exist. But he's the only one that kind of knows the music, so like he gets super famous trying to remember these fucking songs. Because everyone's like, dude, how has this music not existed yet? And like, it gets to the point where like. They're talking about, like, man, you gotta, like, change some of these lyrics. Like, who the fuck is Jude? So he has to call it Hey Dude. Yeah, I remember that. 
dude, it was a fantastic movie, man, because there's two people in there that are holding up like yellow submarines. And, you know, when he finally gets confronted by them, he's like, please, I'm sorry. Like, it's like, dude, no, like, I'm I'm just happy someone got this music out because I remember it and no one else remembers it. And then you come along and you start playing it. It's like, I thought I was going to get arrested. Like, no, we don't. I'm just glad the music exists. Yeah, I agree. I do like, though, how they question him, like, hey, dude, really? And it's like, mm, they, they kind of ask. Well, because I remember he, he there's a point because he, you know, plays something. And they're like, yeah, that was OK. He's like, well, you don't know it? Like, never heard it. I'm like, good song. Because then he asked for a cigarette. And like, apparently in this universe, cigarettes don't exist. It's only like a, a town in some other fucking country. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> it's just not about the Mandela effect shit. But yeah, no, I, I thoroughly believe that our entire universe and everything is got a lot more stuff. Like I, I had this weird shower thought earlier um, that uh, Einstein never fully figured out the theory of relativity. That he literally did it wrong because if we did it properly, it would present a lot more like weapons of mass destruction. Um, yeah, isn't that why the atom bomb was made? So we did it first before they did. Well, he was he was an American about the time that they were creating, it, and he was like, "No, we should use it, like, because they're gonna keep coming." Like, he was one of the guys who told the president, "Like, no, nah, we should blow them up." Bud. But I just feel like he did not do the theory of relativity entirely correct because if he did, then humans would have jumped several thousand years and probably kill ourselves by now because humans yeah, we weren't ready for that still aren't ready for that it's just like when, whenever fucking Ash ended up turning his Charmander into a Charizard and he couldn't control it because he jumped he jumped it instead of yeah. going through the proper steps yeah he wasn't the high enough level he didn't jump anything, technically. He even had a Charmeleon, but that was the point. It, like, started disobeying him. But yeah, you are right. It was a bit jump, because at that point, he just couldn't control it. Heck, Charmeleon evolved for the dumbest reason. It, it didn't evolve for Ash. It evolved... Evolved from what? I'm sorry. I wasn't too close to my mic. My bad. Um, I don't know. It was just about Pokemon. We can skip it. It's not a big deal. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just like Pokemon, man, okay? I like Donald That's why I brought it up! Okay, what I was gonna say is it wasn't a technical jump, because, like I said, Charmeleon existed, and then it evolved. Not even for, like, a good reason. Like, literally, the Aerodactyl in that episode was just like, Eh, hey, get shit on Nyeka! And then Charmeleon was like, You can go to hell, you bitch! And evolved just to, to beat the shit out of an Aerodactyl. And I pretty motivating in, in a kind of weird sense. Can yeah. you imagine someone walks up to you and tells you you're basically you know, fat and stupid and dumb and like, gay? And you just go to the gym to get pumped up and come back and just like, punch him with your chin? Those were my wedding vows. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what Connor's trying to do at the gym now? Devin, you are gay and dumb and stupid and gay. Oh my and god. And she hit me with her chin. One of those was not incorrect, or two of those was not incorrect. <laughs> um, God dang. Anyway, unless we got anything else to add about Mandela Effect, we can move on to uh, 
the very weird part of my life. Everyone's lives? Yes. So, basically, to talk about it the best way I can talk about it is dreams and nightmares. Now, I don't think I have to, you know, talk about exactly what they are. I mean, at least I don't think I have to. No, everyone knows what a dream and a nightmare is. I really hope. Yeah. So... This is mainly a subject for us to just share any weird dreams or scary nightmares we have suffered through or gone through. All that bullshit. Now, another reason this was brought up was I was like, yeah, sure, we can talk about this. Dalton had to remind me that I'm someone who gets some of the weirdest fucking dreams known to man. I really don't know what happens. And anytime I ask people, they're like, well, it's your brain trying to work out stuff. Tell me in what fucking universe I'm trying to work out something about a flesh-eating disease that's killing people. Gorillas have become as intelligent as humans, and they're helping us fight the parasites and the fucking disease. That Tell just me. sounds like fucking Outbreak mixed with Planet of the Apes. Yeah, but yeah. the gorillas aren't killing people, and it's only gorillas. It's not like chimps and stuff. It's just gorillas. Was around. the gorilla named Harambe? Because shit's been downhill since, and there is a fucking virus out, so... And then what? I had another dream wait, where wait, it wait, was. Wait, 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 Connor, what? Wait, what? Wait, 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 I just put those two together. Did you literally dream about the future? People do. I, I do it all the time. But like, Connor's was like a Simpsons episode of the future. <laughs> I love it. No. Uh, so, another dream I had. This one was just fucking stupid. I mean, all of them are stupid to me, but. It was a dream where I was playing a real-life Call of Duty match. Like, it was just, you know, fake everything, yada yada, all that. It's going through, doing my shit, doing good, because it's super fucking easy to play Call of Duty, don't at me. And then I get to a point where it's like, oh, you get a kill streak, which is basically launch a missile at this random fucking island of people. Or it just said missile launch, so I said, okay, I pushed it. The missile launched, and then it showed it hit an island. I don't know if it was Hawaii or but I literally destroyed an entire island. And then everyone's blown up. And then everyone's immediately asking, oh, who pushed the button? <laughs> I blamed it on a random fat woman. And she started crying and they were going depressed. And then immediately I find No, this is wrong. I have to tell you. So I just came up and said, okay, I launched the missile. I thought it was part of the game, but it killed people. I'm sorry. And then they just dropped it and went, oh, okay, that's fine. Dude, I literally had a dream the other night where I made a joke to some chick like, Hey, how do you make a pussy black and blue? You get gangbanged by the blue man group, and it was just the couch meme with all the blue man group behind her. <laughs> and I was like, why? Dude, there was one time I made a... It was a hilarious joke in the dream. I don't know what was happening, but someone yelled out, they're like, Man, this is like a terrible tragedy! And I was like, is that that show with the bearded dudes fight the ducks? It was, dude, I woke up, like, giggling, because I was like, that's a pretty good joke. <laughs> dude, I have woken myself up laughing at jokes that I've told in my dreams. <laughs> it's just they're all black jokes, and it's the only safe space you get to tell them. <laughs> yeah, right? I would hate to see what Ben's dream jokes are about. Oh, God. They're just fucking shittier puns. <laughs> the depths of hell. No, they're actual good puns that he tries to remember. Yeah, yeah that's it. They're actually legit, solid puns that he will, like, oh, I forgot it already. So, when it comes to nightmares, I can remember two that haunt me eternally, and I will never forget. But there are others that I have, but these usually come from a healthy fear I have of open water, 
being near sharks or crocodiles. One was like, it kind of looked like one of the jungle stages from Super Smash Bros. Melee. And I was on a rope swinging, and I fell off, and then when I get up out of the water, above water, I just see two crocodiles just like, gunning it towards me. And the dream ends, because I'm just like, fuck. And another one had a very Sharknado vibe. Was in the water, at a coast, and a shark was after me. So I swim out of this, uh, looked like a glass thing underwater, don't ask me how. And I ended up getting up to a rock, and literally my words were, Sharks can't get on land. I'm fine. Motherfucker yeets himself out of the water and hits me. My leg with... Cups. What the Fuck hell? Sharks, bro. I don't get it. Like, those streams, though... Sharks. Yeah. So, those streams I have, again, they're just, like, my healthy fear of the water. Or, I was you know, eight years old. And I distinctly remember that cinnamon rolls were pissed off at us for eating them, or their babies, and they came to Earth and decided to start eating people. And it was literally ended up being the Futurama episode where they were eating poplars. What the fuck? Yeah, I'm not kidding. I was eight years old. It was before Futurama came out, and I ran to my parents' house or my bedroom, their bedroom, screaming, um, just absolutely fucking insane. And then I was like, "What's wrong?" I was like, "Cinnamon, cinnamon, cinnamon!" I couldn't say cinnamon rolls. Uh, they were trying to keep people and he's like, Simmon rolls like, yeah, that! Dude, the tagline for that movie would be putting the sin in cinnamon. <laughs> yeah, no, it was literally just that episode where they got pissed at us eating their children and they came out and started eating us. And I think that's honestly where my work came come from. <laughs> you know what I find I, funny, bro? I've got a black grandfather. It's probably why I like fucking BBC, so... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you know what would have been like a dumb but sweet move on your parents' part? Like, after you mention that dream, they just wake up, make cinnamon rolls, and eat them and be like, Fuck those cinnamon rolls, they won't get my son. Honestly, I can see my parents doing just that. Like, looks up, we stabbed it for you, it's dead. <laughs> Didn't you also have a dream once where you and I were fighting the flood? And, no, like, I don't know about that. I remember I you remember I do remember a dumb dream where I was like Superman and I was, but then like that kind of part of a door where it's like kind of low or like the top of the door thing entrance. I hit my head on there. I fell and hit the floor. And my mom said, God damn it. And I woke up. <laughs> I feel like that's exactly what your mom would say in that situation. Yeah. Literally just. Mm-hmm. God damn. It's what you get for always being on your phone. <laughs> <laughs> I think one of the most weirder dreams, besides the ones I mentioned, is one where it reminds me of where I think I got my, like, big butt love from. <laughs> Looking at I Ben all day? I don't remember it exactly. I think I was in hell or something, or just a demonic... And then randomly, I just... Cut uh, out her potential legs. She just got ass right. for days, and my brain just was like... You cut out. All I yeah, heard was, and then I asked for days. That's what we got. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, God damn it. Hey, so, Ursula the Sea Witch, no octopus legs, just ass for days. Yeah, I get that. If she I had no legs, she would be fucking donkey, dude. <laughs> she, she was a chunky monkey. She was a chunky and, monkey with a big ass dumpy. God, I don't know, man. I hate my dreams. Like, Dalton's like, I love you. Oh, man. I fucking... I can't... I can't. What the...
I don't know what's what going on. Hearing, dream- oh. hearing dreams, but like experiencing them yourself is something different. Yeah, what the hell's going on with this microphone now? I don't think it's his microphone at this point. Yeah, at this point, it's totally not. It's either... Are you telling me I spent $60 for nothing? No, Connor, your voice sounds so much clearer. You sound so much better and clearer. But now I think it might be a sensitivity issue on Discord. Hate you guys. You know what? Just turn off your noise. Turn off your noise expression. Yeah, fuck. Turn off your noise expression. Yeah, just don't play games. (laughs) He's not. I'm turning off noise expression. I'd hope you're not playing games. How about now? You're good. I just realized that Connor's not able to see the podcast topics, probably. Yes, I can. Music conspiracies, Mandela effect, dreams and nightmares, and people equal shit. (laughs) You mean women? (laughs) 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 Who else wants to share dreams and nightmares? Go ahead. Well, Uh, somebody will go, because I got got a bunch, but, you know, I might rant, so. I I, I got a couple. Uh, Let him shoot him off, bud. Well, there was one. Uh, there was one involving an ex-girlfriend of mine. This was y'all know y'all know who it was, but I'm not gonna throw any names down. Uh, but regardless, no. Uh, but anyhow, so she and I, she and I broke up, or rather, she unceremoniously fucking dumped me and shit. And then I had this random ass dream that we're both ma- that uh, we're back up in my fucking room whenever I lived at the airport in Brownwood, and we're making out. And I was just like, "What about what about the other guy?" And she's like, "I don't care about the other guy." Like three weeks later, uh, they're no longer a thing, and she's wanting to and she's wanting to jump all over me. And I'm you like, said unceremoniously dumped you. What yeah. is a ceremonial dump? Like you go in, there's a bunch of candles and people in cloaks, and like <laughs> I am breaking up with you, and you gotta light candles and fucking eat a pizza and flip it over. I hereby grant you your singleness again. <laughs> you have been upgraded to perpetual f- b- uh, man friend. What? You butcher that kind of man <laughs> friend. You have been downgraded to fuck buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's the best part, man. You get to be in a relationship without the fucking monotony of a relationship. It's like if I ever fire anybody, I'm gonna say you've been upgraded to customer just because I want to say it. Yeah, that's what I say. You've you've been promoted to customer. Man, I've heard that so many fucking times. Um, like so many times as a joke. But anyhow, um, there was another one. I was five years old, and I had a fucking nightmare about how I was watching live news coverage of an asteroid that was hitting the Earth. And I woke up in a cold sweat, and this is uh, this was whenever I was uh, whenever my family would do uh, trips to LaGrange to uh, see my granddad. And he lived in this freaking 200 acre farm that was just fucking vast. And it was there was not a single freaking cloud in the sky at the time. I look over, and the moon is big as shit but it's just barely uh, being blocked by the treetops and I could see the fucking movement so me and my stupid fucking five year old brain is like oh my fucking god that's a goddamn asteroid and so I start I start flipping the fuck out and I run over and get and uh, get my parents to be like that's the fucking moon I'm like oh god damn it 
Okay. I mean, I bet you, though, you have a terrifying dream about an asteroid crashing into the Earth, and then you look up, and the moon's super close to you, and you're like, ah! But, like, it's the way that the way that it got to me, though, the, like, the way that it kind of sealed the deal was because it was already partially obscured by the trees, and you know how if you watch something uh, for long enough, like, something along those lines, and it starts, it starts moving, you'll notice it, especially if there's a point of reference in front of it? I started to point at him stuff. Dude, that's, yeah. how, that's how I watch uh, some of those satellites up there. Hey, Ben. Yeah? Can I ask you a question? What was up? Did you ever play Majora's Mask? By no. No, I did not. Okay, just making sure. The, <clears throat> no. Did the moon have a face? The moon did not have a face. Was there a scarecrow child with a creepy mask screaming? I've played... Right. Okay, I'll say this. I've he played a... He's never played it! <laughs> I, I will, okay, I will, I will say I played Majora's Mask for like maybe all of five minutes when I was hanging out at a friend's place before we played right. Goldeneye. Yeah, what, not what enough to sink into your... What if he predicted Majora's Mask? If I predicted Majora's Mask, then Shigeru Miyamoto owes me some motherfucking money. Also, Yo. I have to thank you for create for helping to envision one of my favorite games of all fucking time. I gotta say, no, he predicted it. He didn't envision it. Anyway, um, I have one for my dad because he was telling me the story. So when his he, his dad died, they found him wrapped around a whiskey bottle laying on the ground, right? Which, as is tradition. Yeah, as, as <laughs> tradition. <laughs> anyway, my dad has a dream that he's going up and walking up to his, you know, his dad on the ground, and he was like, he was putting the white sheet over him, you know, like he did like they did it before when they were about to take his body off. And then his dad just jumps. He's like, ah, I got you, son! And my dad flipped the fuck out and just could not go back to sleep. Sometimes you can't, man. That, that's what, Honestly, that's why I put in headphones to go to sleep, because if I'm left alone with my own thoughts, then they just run wild, and I start second-guessing shit from, like, years ago, and I start feeling like... I'd rather just put them on mute and listen to someone else die instead of myself. So I've I've had plenty of world-ending dreams. A couple of them were back to not back to back, but they one dream would help me understand the other dream a lot more. Because me, growing up Christian, going in church, Jesus is planted in my heart, my soul, my brain. So anytime stuff gets weird or something. I always pray. You know, you bring up the name of Jesus and then evil shit starts getting really weird. But there, because I remember I had one dream where there was a giant fucking block party, man. And then these aliens started coming and sucking everyone up. I tried to hide under a car and the car and me both started getting drawn up. And then as that's happening... I see this giant, it was a huge, giant black figure over the world that tried to grab me with its hand, and as its hand came up to touch me, I, like, spaghettified away from it, being pretty much pulled apart symmetrically to not be touched by this giant black hand from this creature that was over the entire world, and... You know, so that woke me up is super crazy because, like, as as big as it was in my subconscious, I knew it wasn't the biggest thing out there. So my thought is, you know, that that's obviously the devil taking over the world, blah, blah, blah. I don't know why I spaghettified away from him. 
but months later I have a dream where me and a bunch of people are at some fucking like a camp or something and I'm up on this cliff and I'm looking down and then I just see you know a couple people out of this crowd get sucked up into the sky like the spaghettification they turn into a long line and they're gone and as soon as they're gone asteroids start fucking crashing into the fucking ground so for me how I put that together with the first one that's literally the rapture that's the second coming of Jesus and me being sucked up as the fucking world's ending uh can I interject for a second absolutely you said aliens are coming. I knew that was laughing. I'm sorry. It's just the way he said it. Like, he said it with such horror that it wasn't the fact that it was aliens. It was that the aliens, like, as if just pants off, beat off, and started coming. That's what scared him more. Uh, yeah, a bunch of fucking Mexicans without their green cards are jacking off in front of me. What? <laughs> ben, time well, to Oh, they're not green cards. They're white cards now. Wait, hold on. Green cards for me. Hold on, hold on. Connor is technically an alien. Yay! Connor, start beating off on your green card. Make it white. Yeah, you're more of an immigrant than me, Connor. Better yet. <laughs> Fuck. Better yet. <laughs> Connor, go fight pedophiles. It'll be alien versus predator. There you go. <laughs> anyway, I got another dream. So when I was watching you. Um, I lived in a trailer house back in, uh, back in early, right across, like, right across the street from the school almost. And I had this dream that everything was being sucked up in this vacuum. And there was nothing I could do to stop it. And I tried everything I could, it really kind of feels weird for the future. But anyway, I tried everything I could do to stop this and I couldn't. And at the very end, I had to, like, accept the fate of just being sucked up in this vacuum with everything else. And then when I did, everything was, it's just mirrored. Like, the entire universe was just there and mirrored, and Derek and Melanie were laughing at me for trying so hard. That's... With... With, like, a... with When you're on drugs and you're tripping, a lot of bad trips come from you trying to fight and resist the urge of the bad trip coming on. So you're... You're... When you're actively resisting it it's gonna be a lot worse than when you just accept the drug and let it run its course and then it's because i've I've experienced that a lot with like uh the fuck not spice what the fuck i don't know it's it's going against shit that's you can't stop is always going to be anxiety ridden because it's something out of your control because that's why we we have our we like being in control of our lives, man. So when something supernaturally expansive comes along, that's like, oh, you and everyone else are getting sucked up in this giant vacuum, which just makes me think of space balls. Space balls. You know, like well, that's, that's how that. Because I mean. We have. I, I'm most of us probably remember more of our nightmares than our actual dreams. Because dreams come and go, and even people that say they don't dream, you just don't remember. Because we we have multiple dreams a night. Because if you if you literally say you don't dream, that's a fucking lie. Because eight hours of nothing but darkness, you would go insane. Yeah. Because I I remember probably one of the coolest 
most badass dreams I ever fucking had, dude. I was in some fucking house, and it was like that Bruce Lee movie, Enter the Dragon or something, where like I had to keep going up the levels to beat bosses to get out. And so when I got to the top, I go to open the door, and it shuts. And then this giant, like, pig heads summoned forth, and there was these two, like, other ninja things. And it's like, oh, you cannot leave until you... And, like, bro, only thing I can put myself as in that dream was Dante from Devil May Cry. Fucking yes, bro. Hell yeah. I immediately started bouncing off the walls, doing all these fucking tricks. Like, I started choking out the biggest fucking dude there. And, like, dude, it was the coolest I've ever been in a dream. I literally woke up with a pumped-up face, and the shirt I went to sleep in said, like a boss. <laughs> nice. So I just woke up, I was like, I'm drinking some coffee right now. Like, that was badass. <laughs> Fuck yeah, bro. Coolest dream I ever fucking had. Most of my shits are fucking nightmares, man. Especially when, um, when I was on dope for a lot. Because, uh, who, you know, everyone here has probably had sleep paralysis, correct? Yes. Oh, where your uh, body I don't think I have. Your body's asleep and your mind's awake. So, like, you wake up and you can't move, you can't speak. Sometimes you hallucinate. No, I've never had it. Well, then, con- consider yourself super lucky because it's fucking terrifying. I've never, never had, had it. About it. I've never had it. It for me, it usually starts with the sensation of falling, and if I don't move at that point in time, uh, it just gets worse and worse, and then sleep paralysis happens. No, yeah. you you can get trapped, man. Because on dope, you know your your body gets used to just like running constantly. So when your your mind's trying to run and your body keeps shutting down, I was perpetually trapped in this purgatory of fucking hell. There would be times. Where I would be dozing off on the couch, and it would feel like someone hit me in the nose with a bat. I could I can't explain it any other way, man. I would just I would have physical pain in my body that because like when it does happen, that's why I'm glad I have a wife because I I start breathing real heavy to just try to alert anybody, and she's got to shake me awake out of these fucking terrible trips I have in my sleep sometimes. Because for me. When stuff starts getting evil and demonic, I start praying. And the moment you try to say the name of Jesus, like, dude, I've had my tongue pinched close. I've been forced out of rooms. Like, because you know how there's a lucid dreaming where you become aware you're dreaming and then you can kind of control it. Yeah, yeah. I've never done that. I've, I've always it's, wanted to. It's I terrifying. Think I, I think I did it once, but that's it. Yeah, so a couple it's times it's pretty, it's pretty cool, man. Because mo- you never start a dream. You always get thrown into the middle of it. Mm-hmm. But, like, with uh, lucid dreaming, there's, uh, you know, I was researching a lot of it, and there's little tricks you can do, like having a dream journal next to you just to kind of jot yeah. stuff down. Um, there's tricks where you, you look at your watch because time's irrelevant in a dream, so time's never going to be the same. But, um... I remember one time in our first apartment, like I was petting my our cat Ringo, and then there was another Ringo. I was petting him, and then there was three Ringos. I was like, "Wait, I don't have this many cats." Okay, look at your watch. I don't wear watches, but I looked at my watch, and it it's a Cheshire cat belt I had that was on my wrist, and I noticed it's missing the 
the mushrooms on it. So I immediately was like, okay, this is a dream. And then I glitched halfway through the floor, started floating upside down, sliding across the ceiling. And so I just start hyperventilating, and Devin had to wake me up out of that weird fucking trippy shit where it's like, I, I peeked through the Matrix, and it's like, you can't be here right now. I think the and worst part is what you did dude, is you just became a Bethesda game. Pretty much. <laughs> like, I have, a, I have a Fallout 4, like, blue leather one, Vault 111 hat. Ooh. Yeah, it's badass. But I think it'd be better if I can make it where it looks glitched out on my head. <laughs> fucking hilarious it's it's a little oh. above your head like, yeah it'd have to be up and kind of tilted and be missing part of it with like a square popping out or something Todd Howard just comes out and goes it just works <laughs> you, you win and, the game sir you try and put the fucking thing on a hat rack and the collision detection it isn't quite right and so the fucking hat rack phases through it and just like half of the hats popping out I'll say there's there's been my that. fair share of there's been my fair share of nightmares, but there's one that I want to say it's just because of sincere desire, but who knows? Maybe it's a premonition. I don't fucking know. Um, you'll know in the premonition because in there you usually say, "Oh yeah, no, I did this." But you can also have dreams that actually just kind of tell you, like, a hint of the future. So, there's that. Well, here's the thing. It was a, uh, it was an award ceremony at an indie film festival, and all four of us were in it. Ah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> you just dream lies the whole time. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, both of you to assume that I would go to a fucking festival. <laughs> And then, he, well, dude, no. fuck that. We're to- if, dude. I would, I would love a film festival. Fuck you, Dalton. Right. <laughs> on as fuck, man. Like basically, basically, I, I turn into an artsy cunt when I'm talking. Like, there's a difference for me between a movie and a film. A movie is like White Chicks or something. A film is like Clockwork Orange or hey. The Revenant or hey. 1917. How dare you? <laughs> You're the one that doesn't want to go to a fucking film festival. That'd be uh, badass. Dalton, were you hypnotized by uh, Alucard? White Chicks was amazing. <laughs> it was. It's a funny movie, but it's 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 not a. No, it's I, not I, a Citizen Kane. But no, it was like a. Basically, we we fucking stole the show with our entry and whatever the fuck we made. I didn't see what was made, but all four of us came up to take ben, the, the ben. awards. Ben really has sex with Connor. What? <laughs> yeah, if we're going to an indie film festival, it's all about gay cowboys eating pudding. Wait, 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 how about this? It's literally one man's, like, trying to hide his feelings for his best friend, and it's just Ben and Connor. What? That would, that would kill on a film festival. Half those movies are about that. Yeah, yeah. And like, everyone would be like, dude, being gay is awesome. And we're like, we're not gay. We just have sex on screen, even though it's not gay. I, I mean, am look, an actor. Ben may, ben may have said, yes, yes, I'm a sexual Tyrannosaurus. Put it in my ass. But he didn't mean it. The fuck? I may have put my dick in his ass, but I, you know, it was like a joke. Ben, question. Would you have gay sex to make movies? No, that's just gay porn. That that's yeah. just gay porn. I don't do gay porn. No. 
Okay, Ben, would you no, make gay porn to make a movie? You can have a sex scene that's in there. This just happens to be gay. Here's the thing. I'm a behind-the-camera guy and a behind-the-monitor guy, hence why I'm the fucking editor. Oh, and he's also camera. a bottom. His father named Camera. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> this film's brilliant. The camera guy was getting fucked the whole time. I thought it was a shaky cam, but no, it's a steady cam. He's just getting railed by some dopey Canadian guy. Where's well, the- yeah, you fucking like it? You like it there, bud? Oh, fuck. I'm sorry. It's hurting so bad. That's Where's it. The- Where's the boom mic? Oh, shit. Your cum is drying inside of the fucking pubic hair inside of my crack. It's a man trying to make a movie, but it ends up just being him falling in love with the main actor, which is Connor. How the fuck did y'all come up with that shit? Like, (laughs) we just want to see it, bud. We're, you know, we dreamt it, and it's gonna happen. It's for tuition, whatever you want to call it. I was just, oh my god. You have fucked up dreams, Ben. That's fucked. <laughs> I wasn't thinking about a gay sex fucking dream. You've been I talking did... about it for the last 20 minutes. Don't even. I was just I like, had a fucking dream that we uh, that we uh, somehow got ourselves uh, to fucking gather in the one fucking place, you know, just to fucking shoot a film and actually got recognition for it. That was the fucking dream. Come on, man. Plane, trains, and a lot of dick in my ass. <laughs> God damn it. What, like, d- dick's thighs and videotapes or something? What the fuck? Dick's thighs and videotapes? Be kind. Rewind, please. <laughs> oh, my God. And then I'm thinking of white chicks. <laughs> See the best fucking scene, dude. Or when he's trying to run to the bathroom, he's like, Mo, bitch. <laughs> they look like fucking monsters in there. I mean, now they just look like a standard transgender man to woman, but <laughs> they foretold the trans movement. They kind of did, man. Like, who? Better I mean, yet. better yet, it's a movie about a guy who discovers that he doesn't feel like a man, but he feels more like a woman. It's just been... Do I hear a train? Yes. I'm fucking trying to dodge a goddamn horn with the mute button and it's not working. It's like not bad though. You're freaking out over like some background noise that's yeah. not even noticeable for the four people that listen, two of which is us. It's a great, <laughs> it's a great fucking vehicle. It's a train. I, however, also hear a train on my side. So, I don't hear a train. I know, right? How terrible is that? I'm so sorry you never heard a train before. God damn it. We can ride a train on you if you want. Yeah, we'll run a train on you. It's Ben's new movie. We're gonna get famous with it. Yeah, Fucking yeah, finally. <laughs> Planes. Oh, friends running a train? Yes. It's called Planes, Trains, and Autoerotic Asphyxiation. That's how Robin Williams died. I was just about to make a terrible no, joke. It's not. Say, it's not. He wasn't a movie about his son dying that way, though. God. That is how uh, David Carradine died, though. Yes. Right, oh my god. Are we done? <laughs> I mentioned this. Because we will convince Ben to make a movie where he discovers his gay sexuality and it's just... No, to- I want to make an actual good movie. That would be a great movie. What are you talking about? Like, you- I, I had a shower thought the other day about if I did make a movie. Like, I don't... It would have to be silly 
it would still have to have like it would have to look like it's made for cable TV. Like, gay hitch. Like, that's what it is. It's gay hitch. Like uh, fucking like drunk history or white trash of the Gulf Coast. <laughs> I'm just thinking like shitty editing, like more Tim and Eric style. Oh god damn it, Tim and Eric. No. I'm sorry. No. no. Tim and Eric. No. No. <laughs> no. No. I still think Ben falling in love with Connor would be a good movie. I really do. Oh my yeah, god. it's called Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> <laughs> so what? Uh, whoever spends whoever spends the most time working out is the Beast. And no, y'all are, y'all are both the beauties. Connor fell in love with the noblest of creatures, the Tyrannosaurus Rex. <laughs> you won't last five minutes playing this game. <laughs> We haven't even we haven't even covered all of our shit yet. I like that last one's a joke, ain't it? Yeah, it's a joke. Yeah, it's a joke. Not about to talk about how shitty women are because they already know. (laughs) (laughs) They do it themselves. But however, I'm still down for a gay movie where Ben and Connor fall in love. No, I'm like, just, you just want to see gay movies, bud. There's a whole website for that. One. I just want to see this one. Just watch Brokeback Mountain and get it off I, out of your system, dude. No, I mean, it's come on. You and Connor, man, it's gotta be. Actually, actually, that movie ends in a great way. You watch a homosexual man get beaten. Jesus Christ! <laughs> Honestly, they like Heath Ledger and Jake Gyllenhaal both fucked each other into success with that movie. They should have just like, yeah, well, you know what? If you don't like it, then don't fucking watch the movie. We don't care. Yeah, exactly. like, after seeing Jake Gyllenhaal in Nightcrawler, I was like, he is no longer Bubble Boy. He is Bubble Man. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, I do agree that I think a lot of people forget that sometimes. Like, this is awful, disgraceful, disgusting. I hate it so much it makes me angry. You could always just, you know, not fucking listen or not fucking watch. I yeah, didn't yeah. want to watch Hereditary, so do you know what I did after I saw a bad part? I just walked out of the room. That's it. I I, I will say thank you for letting us watch that because I really that's I know, a, you that was the perfect show, opportunity, dude. It's great. It's a great movie. It's it's it's, it's something awesome. different in the horror genre that sticks with you. Mm-hmm. Whether you love it or hate it, you remember that shit. And I hadn't seen it before, so that was fucking new. I know, that's what I was saying. I know you wanted to show Ben. Yeah, we even made the uh, Mexican surround sound. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Every time y'all do that, I'm like, is that, is that you guys? <laughs> Stop! Hell, <laughs> payment. But yeah, uh, I am more than down to make a fucking movie, but no, no gay movie. Make a well, that's fucking gay. Make, make, make a court. Wait, 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 wait. I'm not gonna fucking. I'm wait. You make it called the gayest straight movie, <laughs> where it's super straight, but we just handle it gay. Guys, <laughs> a porn parody of Hereditary. Call her ass a steady. Like, what? <laughs> Are we just having <laughs> sex with severed girls' heads? That's exactly where I was going. Yes. <laughs> Imagine this. And then at the end of the movie, the cult's like, We summoned him! We summoned our Lord Pyman! And then immediately, the demon's like, Actually, no, Pyman wasn't available. I am Cream Pyman. And I just cream really like Pyman. I just like, I just really like Cream Pyman. And then it starts Cream Pyman. The grandma's like, You know, the captain. <laughs> no, 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 no. What's, what's, 
No, no, cream pieman. Black corpse white. No, Pyman still resides in the in the little sister, but it's her severed head with bugs in it and everything, and was used as a fleshlight. And she's eighteen. Actually, actually <laughs> I just thought of immediately. Then <laughs> it's just Cream Pyman. It's like I have heard of this woman. She's really beautiful, and I want to meet her. It's Tony Collette's character, and they're like, actually, we got her killed. You did what? And then he just fucking rails them to death and just drowns them in jizz. And then the movie just ends with him saying, "Fuck." And that's it. Hail I mean, there are enough naked people in that movie. <laughs> God damn it. You now we can make a porn version of Midsommar. <laughs> Thank you I for pronouncing it right. I haven't seen Midsommar. It's, 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 it's a lighter... It's, it's, the, it's essentially a sister film to Hereditary because he made them back to back. It's fucked, but it's not as fucked as Hereditary. Yeah, actually, Hereditary... Hereditary has a, a bigger punch to it, but Midsommar is still, like, the it's still shocking to an extent, and the more you watch it, the, the more it reveals about itself. Actually, only, it's actually, like, pronounced Sonar, but okay. Go fuck yourself in your <laughs> belly button. <laughs> I, will, I do want to say this real quick to Ben. I'm going to say one thing about the movie and only one thing. And then I will let you decide if that if you want to watch this movie. Are you ready? I don't want to watch it anyway. It's not a challenge. Period. Blood. Yes. You you act as if that'll that'll deter me. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm down. Of course he is. He's down. Period. Blood. Dude, dude I watched Carrie over at Christie's place. Flag it up. Flag it up. Flag it up. The good one. The first one. That's what I'm saying, yeah. The original. That yeah. Who the fuck would watch the new one? Like, why? It's it was, it was okay? Just, it wasn't that bad. Like, it wasn't... Like, if you didn't have the original, it would have been It would have been pretty good. Yeah, if there's nothing to base it off of. It's like when I watched the Rob Zombie, the monsters. I have never seen the original one. So I had nothing to be like, this sucks, even though I, it's not a good film. It's kind of funny. Yeah, no. Uh, we were over at Walmart, and she saw a Carrie 2-pack that had... The original film and the and the 2016 film in a two pack for five bucks. Carries with Chloe Grace Ortiz. What's up? Yeah, I mean, I like her, but like, I mean, fuck, dude, they're it's like they're making a prequel to the Warriors. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how to feel about it. There's no style to the goddamn movie. Yo, Warriors, come out and play. That's it's kind of like how they actually went about making like a prequel to Orphan. And, yeah, first kill or something. You know, a lot of people were like, how are you going to do that? I mean, like, the thing's dead. But then after it, it's kind of like, okay, they found a way. Like, it was basically just showing the orphan, or the origin of the orphan. Like, the Northmen, like, the, the series, the Northmen on Netflix, was about a bunch of Vikings. It's a very good show. It had, like, two seasons, and then, like, some of the third season was a pretty cool to the, like, first one. The first season. I was like, what the fuck is this shit? <laughs> Talk about the funny one. Huh? The funny show, yeah, the Norseman. Funny, yeah, Norseman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not Northman, Norseman, yeah. Yeah, because the Northman's a Robert Eggers movie with, about the Viking. I still haven't seen yet, but I need to. Yeah, I need to watch that too, because as I get more of my Norse paganism. But yeah, Dude, he's doing a fucking... He's he's doing a new uh, Nosferatu film with Bill Skarsgård in it. Oh, oh nice. Yes, I can't fucking wait, dude. The Lighthouse was great. Fucking The Witch was great. Mama was okay. I love the lighthouse. 
Dude, that scene when um William Defoe puts the curse on him. Yeah. He God. doesn't he does he, not blink the entire time. He didn't get a fucking Oscar for that not pissed! I mean, at least that movie showed me what a mermaid pussy looks like. <laughs> God. I like on how it only had, like, Intrigued. one real jump scare, but that jump scare was so effective. Just Jake just, like, looking at some, and then just Willem with an axe. It's mine! <laughs> Jesus Christ! The movie's such a trip that Junji Ito is making an anime adap <clears throat> adaption of it. Yeah! I can't fucking wait. Actually, I will suck Ben's dick and balls to get that right Get now. the film camera. Let's do it. We're going to cams. What cams. the fuck is up with this? Ben, just play us out before I suck your dick and balls. Go. Good. Yeah, play us Dude. out before you get your dick sucked, you faggot. <laughs> Hurry, I'm coming. <laughs> I'm coming to give you the gawk gawk. I'm coming over. I'm going to get the gawk gawk. Oh, my God. I'm going to get the gawk gawk. He says it all the time, literally. He never, he, he doesn't stop. But the Norseman is actually Monty Python meets Game of Thrones, and that's a very Ooh. good analogy of that. It's a great show. I really love it, and I really wish they would have had the fourth season. Jesus Christ. Okay. Yeah, I'll we can out. yeah I think we're good, because I'm really going to fucking piece, so let's do this. Yeah. All right. Well, if you got any questions, comments, concerns, bitches, gripes, complaints, then hit us up on MomentoMorons at gmail.com. If you feel like tossing a buck or two at us, you know, just for the hell of it, then uh, hit us up on our anchor.fm support page. Uh, on the offhand chance you just want to fucking type that bitch out, then it's https colon slash slash acre.fm slash momenta dash one slash support. Uh, you want to hit up Matt with his freaking amazing art projects and whatnot, maybe hit him up for a commission, then uh, check out Nosferat Dude on Instagram. That's Nasi Energy Drink, Fur is in Fur, and a dude, all one word. Yeah, toss a coin at your bitcher. He's got asthma aplenty. <laughs> Toss a coin to Benjamin so he'll suck my dick. What the fuck, Connor? <laughs> and we're also on Twitter at Momentum Morons and shit. And uh, find Ben on Grinder. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Jesus God. All right. Anybody else got anything? Um, uh, yeah, Ben's username on Grinder. Ben's username on Grinder is a uh, sexual tyrannosaurus fat ass at 69airforce.com. I was going to say bent arms bubble butt. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> I swear, at this point, if Ben doesn't kill us, I don't know what to do. Fuck that, I'm trying to get him to kill himself. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that.